Welcome to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. Hi, everybody. Dr. Aviva here, and welcome back to Natural MD Radio. You know, I was getting ready to record the last episode for you in the detoxification series, and a patient of mine from a long, long time ago came to my mind because I was talking with a friend about botanicals and miscarriage. And I remembered this woman who I had worked with who, this was like 25 years ago, had had several miscarriages and she really wanted to get pregnant. We had done some blood work and we found out that she truly had low progesterone. She would get pregnant, she would start spotting and then have the miscarriage. It was very, of course, just so heart-wrenching for her each time. And then she came to me after this series of miscarriages and asked if there was anything we can do with herbs. And I shared with her one of my favorite herbs. We did a few things together. She was a bit underweight. She worked on gaining weight. But lo and behold, really, we only did one herbal intervention, if you will. And that was one of my favorite probably top five favorite herbs for women, and it's called Vitex or chaste berry. So I was so inspired to share this with you, share with you more about Vitex. I want to just tell you about this wonderful herb that is one of the classics for supporting women's hormones. You know, I'm really in a deep dive right now in my next book, which is all about women's hormones. So I'm dreaming hormones and breathing hormones and often eating my dinner through working on my hormone book right now. So hormones are front and center for me as they are for all of us, of course, as women. But today we're not going to talk about hormones in general. We're going to talk about this really wonderful herb that can help so many women with hormones. And I I see hormone imbalances as one of the most common reasons that bring women to my practice. And it includes conditions like PMS, which actually, believe it or not, has over 150 symptoms that have actually been attributed to it and affects tens of millions of women. In fact, 85% of women are expected to have some PMS in our lives. And 15% of us have it so badly that it can really affect our functioning, our relationships, even our economics, because it can cause us to miss work and prevent us from having the time and the bandwidth and the energy to do things like go back to school and study something we want or start that new business we want to start. I see a lot of women with irregular periods, whether they have heavy periods, infrequent periods, painful periods, or skipped periods. A lot of women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, fertility challenges, and menopausal symptoms. And the amazing thing about Vitex is that there is robust scientific evidence that supports the traditional use of this herbs for women's hormones in each of these different scenarios. I'm going to walk you through what you need to know about Vitex. So first of all, what is it? Well, it's a tree, a small shrub or bush, I guess you'd say, grows up to about 15 or so feet high and about 10 or so feet wide, at least when I've grown it. And it gets a lovely spike of flowers on the end. The botanical Latin name for it is called Vitex agnus castus. We also call it chaste tree or chaste berry. And the reason it has that name is that apparently in the Middle Ages, 
monks used to use it as a pepper because the berries have a peppery taste. And when you sprinkle it on food, it gives a peppery flavor. And in high enough doses taken as a food every day was thought to reduce their testosterone and thus reduce their libido, which is probably a good thing if you're trying to be a monk in a monastery. Chaseberry, or Vitex as I usually call it, contains several different constituents, including chemical names like flavonoids, iridoid glycosides, and terpenoids. It has a really long history of use in herbal medicine and is primarily used today to alleviate premenstrual symptoms. But it's also outperformed placebo studies in numerous trials as a natural hormone balancer. And while it's really interesting, it doesn't actually contain any active hormones itself. It acts on our hormonal pathways by affecting something called the pituitary gland, which is in our brain, and specifically influences the production of something called luteinizing hormone, or LH, which stimulates ovulation, progesterone production, and other things. Vitex also helps to keep prolactin secretion in check and improves both estrogen and progesterone levels. The typical dose is usually in a product about 240 milligrams, but even lower doses of 20 to 40 milligrams a day of powdered product has been found to be both safe and effective. And in the tincture or liquid extract form, it's taken in doses of about 20 to 40 drops up to three times a day. However, many herbalists recommend about a teaspoon a day, that's five milliliters, usually in the morning, or you take that teaspoon but break it into doses split about two to three times throughout the day. Now, the reason I know that a lot of herbalists do this because I was the president of the American Herbalist Guild for over a decade, and I actually conducted a national survey of about 2,000 herbalists. So we got a lot of data on how people were using Vitex. I'm also the reviewer of the American Herbal Pharmacopeia Vitex monograph. So I know a little bit about this herb and have used it for 30 years in clinical practice now. And I really do love it. It's one of my big go-tos in my practice because it does have so many across the board benefits for women's hormonal struggles. And because I'm a doctor who treats women and a midwife before that who treated women, I get to use it a lot. So the one thing about it is that it's not necessarily super fast acting. You might get some immediate relief when you start it within a few days, but more likely it's going to take anywhere from a few weeks to even a few months. So what I always tell women in my practice is the jury's out until you've been on it for three months, unless it's causing some symptoms that are bothering you, which I'll talk about when we get a little further along in this little chat we're having together. So you definitely want to give yourself a little bit of time with it. And if you're giving yourself that three months, but let's say you're using it for PMS symptoms or menstrual cramps, then there might be some other things that you want to do about that in the meantime. And I give you links on my website over at avivaram.com forward slash 93. That's the number of this episode. And if you go over to that page, you'll find an article that kind of writes down everything I'm saying to you so you can read it to kind of reinforce or quickly reference something. And at the end of that article, you'll find a bunch of references that lead you to other articles that I have and other podcasts that I have 
unrelated topics, things like PMS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, menstrual cramps, and the like. So let's start talking about what you can do with Vitex for a variety of the symptoms and conditions I've mentioned. So first, let's start with PMS. Vitex is the number one herb used for reducing PMS symptoms, including breast tenderness, irritability and mood swings, menstrual migraines, and pain. It acts primarily on a neurotransmitter called dopamine, or by reducing prolactin levels, which are elevated during PMS. And that also probably acts on the opioid system, which is our natural internal pain relieving symptom by releasing something called beta endorphins. And that's something that's also low during PMS. So it has three different pathways that it works on. Dopamine, beta endorphins, and prolactin. And there have been a number of studies, many, many, many studies on the use of Vitex for a variety of hormonal problems that we experience, and PMS has a number of studies. For example, one double-blind study confirmed that Vitex reduces mildly elevated levels of prolactin right before menstruation. In a study in which women took 20 milligrams of Vitex extract for three months, Vitex was associated with improvements on all PMS parameters that they measured, headache, nervousness and anxiety, restlessness, depression and irritability, breast swelling and breast pain, bloating, and even PMS-related food cravings. Another study looking at the effect of Vitex on menstrual headaches specifically found that women who are prone to migraines during their periods experienced a 66% reduction for their headaches with 40 milligrams a day of Vitex taken for three months in a row. Now, I will give you more tips on things like breast tenderness and PMS in the links below my article and below this podcast on my website at avivaram.com forward slash 93, the number nine, the number three. Now, another great use for Vitex is to help regulate irregular menstrual cycles. And it's been used for that purpose for eons, truly eons, not even an exaggeration. Well, actually, I don't know how long an eon really is, but for centuries, for sure. One of the forms of irregular cycles that women have is called menorrhagia, which means frequent or heavy periods dysmenorrhea, which means painful periods, and amenorrhea, which means lack of menstruation. I have such a funny story because I used to live in the South, and I lived in the South a long, long time ago. So before the South was what the South is now. Let's just say that. And I love the South. My husband is from Georgia. His whole family is born in Georgia. All four of my kids were born in Atlanta, but this was back in the day. And one of my midwife colleagues came up to me and she said, so my family background is Jewish, but I don't actually celebrate the holidays or anything. I'm not, I don't have any religious affiliation, but it was really funny. She said to me, Aviva, what's that thing that your people light on Hanukkah? What is it called? A menorrhagia? And I said, no, that would be a menorah. That I always remember that story when I think of menorrhagia. It's very hard not to have my mind go there. So another benefit of Vitex with amenorrhea or having lack of periods is that high levels of prolactin can cause not having your period. So that can happen, for example, when you're breastfeeding, you're producing more prolactin and we'll get to prolactin and Vitex and breastfeeding before we finish our chat together today. But 
abnormally high levels of prolactin, which can happen due to stress, for example, or not getting enough sleep, which causes stress, can cause your period to get suppressed. And probably you've experienced that at some point in your life. You were going through a period of a lot of stress or you were traveling and these kind of things get our period irregular, partly because our prolactin goes up. Now, there are other reasons that people can have high prolactin. So if you're not getting your period for three or more months, it is important to, one, make sure you're not pregnant, of course, or maybe you are pregnant. That might be something you're excited about, but also to get a checkup with a midwife or a doctor because there can be some pituitary tumors that are non-cancerous, but that can also cause high prolactin. So you want to make sure everything's okay. But Vitex has been shown to help regulate prolactin levels. And in a controlled trial, prolactin production was normalized in women with high prolactin after three months of Vitex. Vitex has also been shown to increase LH, or that luteinizing hormone I mentioned, and with it, progesterone levels in women who have luteal phase defect, a condition that can also lead to menstrual cycle imbalances, like not getting your period, but can also interfere with fertility. One small preliminary trial found that 10 out of 15 women who weren't getting their period began having a normal period after taking 40 drops of liquid Vitex once a day for six months. Another study included women who had low fertility, we call that sub-fertility, and showed improved menstrual cycle regularity following treatment with Vitex when compared to a placebo that they were given. Now, over on the blog that comes with this podcast at avivaram.com forward slash 93, you'll also find links to these references as well as the references themselves. So you can check for yourself the science that I'm talking about if you're a science person like me, where you just want to know that what somebody's telling you is based in science, which I actually personally like because then I know what I'm telling you has traditional foundations to it, but it's not just that you're buying something that costs you $12 a bottle and doesn't work. We really want to know that this stuff is working and that it's safe. So we've talked about PMS and we've talked about irregular cycles. Now let's talk about PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome. Now, if you have it, you know what it is. And if you're not sure or you want to know more about it, go ahead and follow the link over on my website that I give you to PCOS. So I'm not going to explain all about what it is right now and all the symptoms, but it's a hormone imbalance that has to do with usually low progesterone, high testosterone, and some blood sugar imbalances that might go with it also. Vitex extract has been found to regulate ovulation, which with women with PCOS is a problem. They're often not ovulating. 70% of women with fertility challenges have PCOS. It's pretty significant. And Vitex has been found to increase fertility and improve progesterone in women with PCOS. PCOS is actually increasingly common. As many as one in six, up to one in 10 women have it. And it's a pretty complex condition. And it can cause women significant acne, it can cause weight gain, and hair loss, and infertility. So it can cause, if you have it, and you have a lot of those symptoms, you know how distressing it can be. So one of the things that we know is that Vitex has been shown to be really effective in reversing the adverse effects 
of the hormone imbalances that accompany PCOS. So if you have PCOS, go ahead and check out my article on it and learn more about it and how you can reverse it because it is actually reversible. Now, some people will say that Vitex is a problem if you have PCOS because it can increase LH. And some women have increased LH as part of their PCOS profile. So one of the things that you can do if you have PCOS is you can get your LH level checked. Any doctor or naturopath, their doctors too, or midwife can get that checked for you. They can run that blood work for you. And if you have high LH, then Vitex might not be the herb for you. But in my practice, first of all, I don't check every woman for LH because there's not a need to. Even for confirming PCOS, there's not a need to. If she has the symptoms of PCOS, which I teach you about in my PCOS blog, then you don't actually have to run blood work. And I've given Vitex to women with PCOS for three decades and have not seen a problem in most women with it. So, you know, if you feel more comfortable, get your levels checked, and then you can decide based on that whether you want to use it or not. Or if you want to start using it, but you find that it's really not improving your menstrual cycles or it's affecting your mood, and I'm going to talk about that, then it might not be the herb for you and you can simply discontinue it. Now, I mentioned the use of Vitex for fertility. Vitex actually promotes fertility, particularly in cases where there's low progesterone or what's called a luteal phase defect, where the second half of your menstrual cycle is short, you're probably not ovulating, and you might also have high levels of prolactin. Again, I don't always test for that, but if someone is struggling with their fertility, I might test for it, and certainly if someone's not getting periods, then I test for it. It's interesting that in the studies that have been done, so the clinical trials where Vitex has been looked at not for fertility treatment, but for other conditions like irregular menstrual cycles, one of the quote unquote side effects of some of the clinical trials is that some women have become pregnant and it's also been used to prevent miscarriage, as I mentioned when we started chatting today. But one of the things that you want to think about is pregnancy is a side effect of using it for other things. Definitely think about that if you have irregular cycles, if you're using it to treat PCOS, if you're not wanting to get pregnant right then, then make sure that you're using either a natural family planning method or condoms or some form of contraception that helps you to prevent getting pregnant as your hormones start to get regular. Now, in one trial that was done with 48 women who were 23 to 39 years old, they were actually diagnosed with infertility. Usually it's actually subfertility, meaning that their fertility is low, but not that they can't get pregnant, who took Vitex once a day for three months. Seven of the women became pregnant during the study and 25 of the women, so of 48 women, 32 had really significant improvement. 25 of them experienced normalized progesterone levels, and normalized progesterone levels, of course, can increase future chances of getting pregnant. So we can take Vitex while we're pregnant. I'm going to talk about that again, but if you are trying to conceive and you get pregnant on Vitex, that is considered safe and fine. You do not have to worry about the baby having any problems because of that or your pregnancy having any problems because of that. And I'll swing back around to that when I talk about some precautions. So another situation I talked about, I don't want to call it a condition because it's a natural fact of life, that 
Vitex can help with is menopause. Vitex helps treat menopause symptoms and perimenopausal symptoms, those years leading up to the menopause. So menopause is defined as not having your period for one year, zip, zilch, nothing. But perimenopause starts in the years leading up to that. And we can have a lot of symptoms like irregular periods, vaginal dryness can start during that time, sleep problems, all of that due to reductions in our estrogen and progesterone levels. And then once we get into postmenopause or technically what is actually menopause, after our periods have stopped for a year, many women continue to experience those symptoms. So Vitex has been found to help with vaginal dryness, sleep problems, and hot flashes. A clinical trial involving 60 postmenopausal women, so women already have been through that one year and they have no vaginal bleeding. These were school teachers between the age of 45 and 60 looked at the possible benefits for that group also with hot flashes. The participants were treated with Vitex or placebo, and they were given just 40 drops a day for eight weeks. The decline in frequency and the severity of hot flashes in the group taking Vitex was significant compared with the placebo group, but it didn't really start showing benefits until about the fourth week of treatment. So Again, there's that jury's out until you've been on it for at least a few weeks. And the results definitely indicated that Vitex could be a great option for women who are in their perimenopausal to postmenopausal years. And this is especially in women who have no contraindications to using anything that might improve or increase their hormone levels. So that brings me to any of the precautions that you might have. Well, as I mentioned, Vitex can increase estrogen and progesterone levels. So we want to be really careful for women who have ever had any estrogen or progesterone positive cancers. If you know you've had one of those, or if you want to be extra cautious, if your mom or sister had any cancer, breast cancer, endometrial cancer that was associated with hormone receptor positivity, then this might not be the best herb for you. It doesn't mean you actually can't use it, but for you, I would definitely check with your oncologist or the primary doctor who is supporting you to make sure that it is appropriate for you. Now, I also mentioned that Vitex can reduce our prolactin levels. Now, Vitex historically has actually been used to improve breast milk production. So how is it that it can improve breast milk production but reduce prolactin? Well, that's what's called a dose-dependent response. So at those lower doses, like the 20 to 40 milligrams a day, or the lower dose of tincture drops, like 20 to 40 drops, one to three times a day, you're not likely to see any impact on your breast milk. But at those higher doses where you're getting the, you know, 280 milligrams of a capsule or five milliliters or one teaspoon a day, it's not likely to have a significant impact on your breast milk, but I would stay away from those doses if you're breastfeeding and you want to maintain your breast milk production. Now, why would anyone ever go on this while they're breastfeeding anyway? Well, as I mentioned at the low doses, it may help with breast milk production. It's not my usual go-to herb for that at all. It's not in my breast milk protocols, which I will share with you in another episode. But 
I have had many mamas who are still breastfeeding at 18 months, for example. They want to keep breastfeeding, but they want to think about getting their cycle back and maybe having their next baby. And so they will contact me or come in for an appointment and say, Dr. Ram, what can I do to get my period going? Vitex is one of the best herbs for that. You can see a period come on in as short as a couple or a few weeks of using Vitex for that. But again, you'd want to be at the lower dose if you really want to maintain that breast milk production. Now, is Vitex considered safe during pregnancy? Well, in the early days of my midwifery career, there was really, this was 35 years ago, there was really no evidence about whether it was safe or not safe. What we now know from research in more recent years is that it's probably safe. I don't typically recommend it just as a general hormone regulating herb during the first trimester. However, if a woman does have low progesterone and has a history of miscarriages or knows that she's going into pregnancy having had low progesterone And that luteal phase problem that I mentioned, that second half of the cycle being short, she wasn't ovulating, or she had PCOS and she wasn't ovulating, and we used Vitex, and that helped get her ovulating, then I will usually have her stay on it at least about six to eight weeks into the first trimester so that we don't take her off it and have a sudden drop in progesterone levels. Now, I am a member of something called the Botanical Safety Handbook Committee. It's a textbook and an online service that is produced by the American Herbal Products Association. It is a volunteer position. I don't get paid to be on this committee. It's myself, two other medical doctors, Mary Hardy and Tyrone Lodog, and then a number of herbalists, including David Winston, Roy Upton, Daniel Gagnon, and Bill Schoenbart. We meet on a monthly basis and we review the data on hundreds of botanicals. And in reviewing the data on Vitex, we definitely feel it's one that you want to be thoughtful about using and not just randomly use it, but under the guidance of a midwife or physician or naturopath, so forth, who is, and I apologize if you're a naturopath listening, I don't mean to separate you out from a physician, I should say a naturopath or a medical doctor, skilled in the use of botanicals, it would be appropriate, again, for the reasons that I mentioned. So if you're an herbalist or healthcare provider interested in the Botanical Safety Handbook that is available as a textbook, I don't make a penny from the sale of that book or from being on the committee. And it's something that I've done since 2000 and I want to say around 2009, I think we started. And then we published the first edition. Then we had a few years break where we weren't meeting. And now I wasn't in the first edition committee. I was in the second edition committee. And now we are convening again for the third edition. So it's something I guess we'll update you know, every five years or so as the literature evolves. So that's the basic story on safety. There's one more thing that I've observed over the years, and I've talked with other herbalists. It's such a small number of women that experience this that it's not even really written up in the medical literature. But it does seem, and maybe it's due to the dopamine effects, maybe it's due to the endorphin effects, maybe it's due to prolactin or other hormonal effects. I'm not sure what, and again, it's not been studied or written up. But a very small number of women who use Vitex do occasionally experience an increased sense of low mood 
or even if they've struggled with depression in the past, worsened depression. It usually only lasts for the first few days that they start the Vitex. If they're able to tolerate staying on it, then usually after a few more days, they've leveled out and they feel fine on it. If you have a history of significant depression, it might not be the herb for you, or if you do want to try it for hormonal reasons, then start at the very lowest dose, but if you feel worse at all, just discontinue it and you'll go back to your regular mood level. You know, if you feel like your mood is only mildly altered by it, you know, you're just like, "Mm, I notice I'm a little down and you want to hang out on it for a few more days, that's reasonable. But if the low mood persists, then it's definitely not the herb for you. So there are so many wonderful uses for Vitex. It's definitely one of those herbs that I make sure that I never run out in my home and my office formulary. And it's probably one of the more frequently prescribed herbs in my practice, very safe, very reliable. But aside from Vitex and many of the other herbs that I use in my practice and nutritional supplements, there are also other ways to balance your hormones, reset your hormones naturally, like through lifestyle habits and diet. So here are some of the sort of steps you can take to give yourself a mini hormone reset if you're wanting to do that. One of the top things is to make sure that your diet is loaded with phytochemical-rich fresh vegetables, especially dark leafy greens like kale and collards, and berries like blueberries and raspberries, because what these do is they boost our body's natural detoxification pathways and help us eliminate some of the environmental hormones that we're picking up through plastics and herbicides and pesticides that we're picking up all throughout our environment. So they can help reset detoxification, which is part of why this talk fits so nicely into the detoxification series. If you want to learn more about detoxification, and we're not talking about fad detox diets here, we're talking about how your body's detoxification actually works, how you can support it, and why it's important to do so. At the time of this podcast going live, I've already got three talks up for you on Natural MD Radio on detoxification, and there's a fourth one coming very soon on herbs for detoxification. So that's something you can do right away. Just increase your fruits and vegetables to about six to eight servings a day and check out my podcast. It's episode number 71, I think, on foods for detoxification. And if you head over to avivaram.com forward slash 71, or it might be 72, I'm pretty sure it's 71 you'll find a wonderful download that you can print for yourself. And it's got not only great foods to support detoxification that help with your hormone balance, but also a wonderful green drink that gives you like, boom, three servings of fruits and vegetables right there to start your day or in the afternoon. Now, another thing you can do is increase your daily fiber intake to about 40 grams a day. And you can do that through fruits and vegetables, but also you can do it by adding two tablespoons of ground flaxseed to your diet every day. A tablespoon of flaxseed has about 15 grams of fiber in it. So it's a really nice dose of fiber. You can also add healthy seeds to your diet, especially pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds. Now, I hate to burst anyone's bubble, but there is absolutely no evidence that seed cycling does anything. But 
adding seeds to your diet on a daily basis, and again, especially pumpkin and sunflower seeds, have been found to improve hormone levels and even increase and support progesterone levels and reduce breast cancer risk possibly. Now, you also want to make sure to keep your blood sugar steady. And I talk about that a lot in my book, The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution. I'll be talking about it in my hormone book, but that's not going to come out until January 2020. I had so much to say to you that we pushed the publication to January 2020. But there are also articles on my website about blood sugar balance. So really important thing that you can do. Now, this is also going to probably burst your bubble, but alcohol is like a number one public enemy for women and hormones. And even good organic red wine, I promise you, just woman after woman after woman. And of course, I've worked with, I can't even count how many women over 35 years between my midwifery and my herbal practice and my uh, medical practice and my online practice. I mean, tens of thousands of women. So I can tell you, alcohol not only affects sleep, but affects hormones. And interestingly, the only quote unquote food that's been shown to increase breast cancer risk in women, guess what? Alcohol in the diet. You also want to reduce your sugar intake because that not only affects your blood sugar, but causes inflammation. Get adequate sleep at least seven hours a night if you can. I know that's harder if you're a nursing mama, but if you can get naps with your baby and aggregate your sleep to about seven hours a day, that's really, really great. And then you want to reduce as many of the environmental or endocrine disrupting chemicals that you can by doing things like going organic with your meat and dairy, if you eat meat and dairy in your diet, and as much of your produce as you can. One great resource for that and doing it on a budget is the Environmental Working Group. It's ewg.org. They're Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen. And then, of course, do everything you can to not put your food into plastic storage containers, drink out of glass or metal water bottles like clean canteen, really, really great options. And then, of course, choose as much as you can non-toxic cosmetics, body products, and household cleaners. So if you want to find out more about Vitex and other women's powerhouse herbs, at a really deep dive level by studying with me, you can take my online course, which is available at avivaram.com forward slash HMW. That stands for Herbal Medicine for Women. avivaram.com forward slash HMW. We have over 2,000 women in that course. 20 countries, five continents. We have women who are in the course because they want to know as much as they can about herbal medicines for themselves and their sisters and their mothers and their daughters. And it is also a professional level course that you can get continuing education as a naturopath, as an acupuncturist, as a nurse. And so it's an amazing course. It's 400 hours. And if you go over to avivaram.com forward slash HMW, you can get a free video and a sample lesson and learn a lot more about it. But of course, you can always hang out with me simply over on my website, over at avivaram.com. I've got tons of herbal articles over there. And of course, my books on herbal medicine, my textbook, Botanical Medicines for Women's Health, Herbal medicine has been a part of my life since I was 15 years old. It is still my first choice go-to therapy after using food as medicine. And I include herbs in so many ways as part of a healthy diet. You're going to learn a ton about that 
in my hormone health book for women. And one last thing before we go, and I so appreciate your joining me. I love chatting with you in these podcasts and I hope you love them too. I mentioned that I would tell you about how to get supplements. Now, I do not personally sell any supplements and I do not make a penny from a single supplement sale on my website. But over the years, so many of you write to me and say, Dr. Ram or Dr. Aviva or Aviva, what supplements do you use or what supplements do you recommend? So to answer that question, I have worked in conjunction with an online supplement company that delivers high quality supplements to health professionals that also allows people like me to create a front end store, if you will, for women like you who want to access the best supplements. Now, Fullscripts would let me charge retail prices and put that money in my pocket if I wanted to, but I don't want to because I want you to know that the information that I bring to you has nothing to do with any kind of supplement sales, or I don't have any affiliations with testing companies that I make a penny from. I really don't. Where I get paid is through people doing my online courses. I make my living through my online courses, through my books, which I'm so grateful that you purchase my books like The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution, which is available over on Amazon, or at my website, if you go to avivaram.com forward slash book, you can actually find out how to get the book and some amazing bonuses that way and through patients that I see and teaching around the country. But I don't sell supplements. I'm the conduit that makes them available to you. What we do is we make them always available at 20% off. Now there's a little bit of difference between that and the wholesale price. And guess what we do with that difference? We take every single penny of that and we, meaning me and my husband, because we run the business together, and we put that into a not-for-profit fund called Dharma Moms. And Dharma Moms gives every single penny of that money to three sources. Well, it's three avenues. It's three channels. We are now funding the education and support of midwives and the development of birthing centers in developing countries with the highest maternal mortality rates. We are now creating a new stream to support organizations in the United States that are funding research and policy change and on-the-ground services for women of color. Women of color in this country, particularly African-American women, have the highest rates of maternal mortality, and we have some of the worst maternal mortality rates in the world in the United States, and women of color... African-American women have the highest among all of us. And the third is to fund a small amount of scholarships for women in need who want to get training in how they can change healthcare for the women in their communities. So it's truly a green halo. If you want to get supplements, you can get them anywhere. You don't need to get them from me. Again, I don't benefit. But if you do use supplements in your life and you want to do good with your money and get the supplements that I use in my medical practice and for my family always at 20% off, then go over to my website on the navigation tab on the homepage. You'll see something that says 
more for you. It's just a tab. And if you drop down, it'll take you to, I think it's either called the replenish formulary or the Dharma mom's formulary. I can't remember at this point if we've changed the name there, but you can learn more about it. And then you can click right over to full scripts, set up your account. If you don't want to purchase anything and you just want to see some of the supplements I use, you can do that. There's no obligation, but it's a way that you can help me in really making a difference in healthcare. And that's what my life is dedicated to is completely reinventing health for women, women who are mamas, women who aren't mamas and for our children. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for listening to Natural MD Radio. I hope this has been really interesting for you. If you love what you hear, share. If you want to grab the links, remember they're going to be at avivaram.com forward slash 93. And I'll see you next time on Natural MD Radio. Have a good week. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time. <laughs>